Hi, my name is Jessie Chen. I'm the holder of this diary. Call it when traveling. In loving memory of those who perished in the show, may their memory always be a blessing. And in honor of those who survived, who left the terrible place and kept the human spirit alive, dedicated by Ronald Stephen Loder. December fifteenth, twenty twenty-one, in Krakow, Poland. I was going to take a bus to Austria's concentration camp. It was still a cloudy and foggy day. Under this weather, those green trees were no longer vivid. Rather, they looked lonely. After taking on the bus, I noticed there's no broadcast or digital signage telling you what the next stop is. But I thought it was fine, because I could just check on my Google Map. Once the bus was close to the destination, I would ring the bell. That's it. It's just simple, so I was pretty comfortable until a moment. When the journey passed more than a half, there were only me and an elder couple on the bus. I checked on the map, knowing we were in Austria. I also saw a board saying so, but I was hesitating to get off because, according to Google Map, there were still some kilometers to Austria's concentration camp. The couple then got off. And while my brain was still trying to figure out things, suddenly the driver turned the signboard labeled "Austrians" to the back, which made me start to be nervous because I thought it was a gesture to say this is the final destination. We won't take any travelers from now on. And it was at the moment that I felt like I made a mistake, which was. I didn't check the route of the bus beforehand, which in turn made me not know where I should get off. I mean, though I knew the final destination of the bus was in Austria, I totally forgot there might be several stops in Austria. Should I just get off at the stop called Austria, or there was another stop of Austria closer to the concentration camp? That was a big question. And most importantly, I wasn't able to check the route on Google Map right away because the bus was more like an informal one, which wasn't included on the map. And even on the bus provider's website, there's no route information either. While I was quickly analyzing these things, unfortunately, the door closed and the bus continued driving ahead. And I was like, "So this is not the last stop." Or the driver is going to drive to somewhere to end the service, but doesn't notice I'm still on the bus. I then walk to the driver, asking, "Is here Austrians?" "Yes." Then I should get off here. I said. He didn't respond my last words. He just kept driving for five minutes. At the moment, on one hand, I was pretty worried he would drive away far from the concentration camp. Which resulted in walking back a long distance by myself. Well, after all, five-minute drive is actually a long distance for walk. But on the other hand, I somehow believed he would take me to my destination. Five minutes later, the bus finally stopped. I then checked the map. Oh gosh, I know you'll take me to the right place. I thought. This is Austria's concentration camp, right? 
This time, the driver responded, but unfortunately, I didn't understand any of them because he spoke in Polish. However, from his body language, I could totally sense his idea, like he was trying to say, "Go forward to this direction. The camp is over there." Okay, thank you, thank you so much. I sat with a big smile and laughed. On the road, I was thinking maybe this is the characteristics of Polish. They tend to express their thoughts by words rather than by words. They look serious, but are actually pretty kind. And the most unbelievable thing was, how did he know my destination was Austria's concentration camp? Like he didn't drop me off when I asked. Rather, he kept driving until my destination was reached. It seems he also has good intuition, right? I finally arrived at Austria's concentration camp. Looking at the stretching down tree branches with the gray sky as background, a gloomy feeling just came. I was walking through the brick buildings which serviced museums one after another. Sometimes between those buildings, there's a signboard telling you the place you're standing now has a specific function in the past. For example. A place where Nazis shot people. The museums present many things: the names of the people who were deported to there, the rooms where the so-called doctors did inhuman experiments, a huge number of shoes, utensils, hairs, or anything valuable collected from the people. When I say huge, I mean that kind of amount which is able to form a heel. In addition to the museums, there's a gas chamber outside, which, by its name, was used to kill people with toxic gas. However, was installed shower heads for tricking people into believing they were gonna take a comfortable shower. The darkness and terrible environment there just made me not want to stay there for more than five seconds. If someone asks me how I felt when I visit there, I would say. I was blank. I wasn't like, damn it! Members of Nazi and those who worked for them didn't deserve to be a human, or like super depressed or overwhelmed. I was just blank. I don't know why. Maybe I just needed some time to digest all the things I saw, or I was trying to avoid being emotional because I felt like there are always some negative effects for being so. Either missing to see the whole picture and feeling guilty after judging quickly, or feeling exhausted after going through the emotional flow. So what I did semi-consciously was to detach myself a little bit, I guess, creating some space between me and the things I saw. Or I was just indifferent. Like every time I see someone watching the so-called news in Taiwan, which keep reporting car crashes or individual killing incidents from time to time, I will just walk away and feel nothing. Oh, maybe one thing, which is yeah, the kind of thing does happen. 
I'm not sure which one is my situation, but there's one thing I'm 100% sure, which is the human spirit must be kept alive. Written by Jesse Chan. Thanks for your reading.